0: I will appreciate you.
1: free sounds. Music's my purple planet. Get what you're given in my chambers. This isn't the bloody Savoy Grill, Fleming.
2: Tickets, please, sir. Are you sure you've got off at the correct stop, sir? Indeed, are you mad?
0: Why didn't you tell me you were coming? You shouldn't travel in daylight round here. Operation Dead Names, Prime Minister.
3: Attention, this is Auntie calling. Woo-hoo! Evening, ladies. Remember, vigilance today and jam tomorrow. Before curfew, I have some important messages for tonight. We have been warned that the chance of bombing has increased after our recent attacks on our neighbours. Enforce blackouts and ARP patrols, please, ladies. Ensure there are plenty of ammo at the acquisitions and check off sandbag provisions. The crochet work performed by the men is woeful. Also... Tomorrow afternoon at the Civic Hall, we have a life drawing class and Greek pottery lessons. Places are limited, ladies. Remember, grow a carrot, dig for victory. Thank you for your attention, ladies.
4: Well, I didn't think it was that special, Professor.
0: There's a war army now. There's only so much one can do with TED and spats, you know. Now, tell me, why have you come to Galatry?
4: What's this mission? Oh, I almost forgot. I bought you a present from London. There you are. Thanks.
0: Monopoly? What the devil's that?
4: Well, it's a board game. Let's have a go and I'll tell you all about my mission. We've got all night.
0: Yeah, sounds like Catsfield's getting again tonight. Right, I'm the top hat, aren't I? What do I do now?
4: For the third time, you've thrown a three. Move along the bloody board and see where you'll end. See? One, two, three. Community chess. Take the bloody card and read it. What does it say? All right, all right. No need to get
0: shatter. Proceed directly to go and collect 200 pounds. This is a good game, Indy. I've got enough for another hotel on Mayfair. Right, what next?
4: It's my goal. Five. Damn. In jail again. Yeah, oh, bad luck, Indy. Say, what's this mission? Well, I was picked up at the Southampton docks. I just got back from Cairo and I was arrested. An unmarked car, some naval officers with guns, Professor. I was held in prison overnight and then they interrogated me the following day. Did
0: you manage to roll a double to get out?
4: You gib. I thought you didn't know the rules of this game. Anyway. Some lieutenant called um, Fleming came in and said that I had broken the Egyptian antiquities export rules and that they were acting on information obtained from some of my diggers. I was facing 20 years in a military prison in Alexandria, unless I helped them with the problem. Oh, bad luck, Indy.
0: My go. One, two, three, four. Ah, partly. I think I'll buy another hotel. What was the problem?
4: Bloody beginner's luck. Well, they found out that the Nazis are looking for an ancient book of black magic called the Necronomicon, and they want me to go after it as well. They reckon that that Nazi swine, Dr. Octa, is sniffing around Boston for it.
0: Boston? <laughs> De parachute into Lincolnshire? Only turn upstairs, not grim my you Your throw, double five. Well done, Indy. You're out of jail at long last.
4: No, Boston, Massachusetts. They think that this book, if it exists, was seen by H.P. Lovecraft, the American pulp horror writer, as he has mentioned it several times in his stories. They got uh, Alistair Crowley on board, and he reckons it might actually exist, because Lovecraft's father was a member of some secret branch of the Egyptian Freemasons. Seven. Oh, damn. Park
0: Right, Indy. There are two hotels, that's 400 quid, please. Egyptian Freemasonry, eh? That sounds much more like my bag. Is that why you're here?
4: Yeah, and if I don't turn something up quick, they're likely to arrest me again. Right, bye go.
0: Charles, you have attacked me, bet. £100. Wahoo! I like this game. So, it's just by threat. Are they offering anything worth having for this quest?
4: No, there's a war on, apparently. All they offer me are these travel warrant stamps and this. Whatever it is. Let's have a look.
0: Where are they? Looks like your luck's changed. This is an expense book. It's a license to print money. Community chest. Unlimited government money. That changes the nature of this Necronomicon game. Count me in. I need a new suit and Carter wants a go-kart. Don't you, mate?
4: You change your tune quick. So you in?
0: Indeed. I think I've got some lovecraft in the storeroom. I'll get Carter on the case in the morning. Don't worry. If anyone can find this book, it's ass. What's the worst that can happen? Damn, an actual air raid this time. Come on, you need to get to the cellar quick. Come on Carter. Damn that's adding close. I need to go out and have a look around.
4: What? You go out during air raids? Are you mad?
0: It's the only time we're safe from the WI. We get a free range. We need to get to the bomb sites before they do. Why? Repurposing a property, dear boy. Looting. It's the only way board members can get hold of luxuries such as whiskey and decent food. Hang on. I need to go and get changed.
4: Sir, what do you think? Oh, my God. You go out dressed as a woman? What was I saying about your dignity? Where the hell did you get the uniform from?
0: I got caught outside in an early raid. I found a dead ALP warden in a crater. Her head bleared off. I stole you to form a ration book. At night, I can go anywhere near enough. Are my straight, Andy.
4: My God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah, they look fine. Do you always wear so much lipstick and rouge? You look, well, trashy. What am I saying? Where the hell did you get it from anyway? Yeah, Annie from
0: the chemist had a bit of a accident, so to speak. I liberated her makeup and nylons. Lots of nylons. I've made more money from dealing nylons than I have writing treaties on the ancient world. It's an ill wind, it?
4: Aren't you risking arrest selling nylons to women?
0: Women? No. My trade's with Bob members. We're all out during raids incognito.
4: Coming out more like. Do you want to finish the game before you go? Very
0: well. Three. Community chest. What does it say, Indy?
4: You have come second in a beauty pageant. Collect 50 pounds.
0: Only second? Bad dates, Indy. Bad dates. See you later. Come on, Carter. Let's go show (laughs) me. Indy. Indy. I'm back. They're about to sound the all clear, I reckon. Did you sleep okay?
4: Not really. So I went into the storeroom and I found that Lovecraft book you mentioned. I've been reading it. I want to get cracking with the investigation. Did you have much luck shopping? Indeed,
0: indeed. Put the kettle on, William, and I'll get out of these things. These bloody heels are killing me. Well, the Pathfinders came in and dropped the first incendiaries in the Wellington Street area. They hit the Catholic Church and the Nicker factory before heading down to the marshalling yards further in town. I went down there as the Hankles came in with the high explosives and mines. They hit the fire trail, took out almost the whole of Temple Road, going for the Gents of Gallatry Factory. That's down there.
4: What do they mean?
0: Air raid sirens, ironically.
4: Goering's terror campaign, eh? Churches, Nicker, and air raid siren factories. Do you think it's a targeted plan? I don't know about gearing, but I
0: managed to get a box of Frenchies for the lads. Ka-ching! Chance card. You have a Smalls Windfall. Collect 50 pounds.
4: I'm worried about you, Professor. Dressing up as a female ARP warden is one thing, but is it really necessary to have authentic, frilly underwear as well?
0: Details are important, Indy. Imagine if I was picked up by the
4: WI and was strip-searched. Your knickers would be the least of your worries, Professor. What about your meat and two veg?
0: Meas and two veg? Hope springs eternal. Ain't had a proper meal in every week. I normally get fed after I give the pottery class at the Civic Hall for the WI, which, incidentally, is later on today, so I better get some rest. Carry on with the Lovecraft research, and we'll talk later. Come on, Carter. Let's get some shatai.
3: Attention, this is auntie calling. you. Good morning, ladies. Remember, vigilance today and jam tomorrow. After last night's air raid, I have the sad news we have had 106 casualties. I guess we cannot make Jerusalem omelette without breaking some eggs. But we have our homegrown menace in our midst. We have been receiving reports from ARP and fire crews of a worrying and unacceptable new problem here in Gallatree. Ghouling will not be tolerated. Ghoulers will be strung up by their ghoulies. We know who you are. Don't forget, ladies, that this this evening is still Life Art Class and Greek Pottery Night at the Civic Hall. Don't be late. Places are limited. Repeat, places are limited. Do your bit for the victory knit. Thank you for your attention, ladies.
4: So you're finally up and about, Professor. Can I ask you a question? What's ghouling? Put the kettle on. I'm drying in a Quaker's wake. Bloody
0: brick dust. I need to prepare for my lecture tonight. Ah, that's better. Calling is a craze that the local lads started after Jessup's photography shop was hit by a stray bomb. Within a couple of hours, every single brownie camera had gone walkies. The lads had started to work out what to do with their contraband. Anyone who's anyone had got a camera already, so no one could sell them for love nor money. So everyone started taking photographs and trading them like cigarette cards.
4: Photographs of what?
0: Well... Cooling is the art of getting to a bomb site before anyone else and getting a photograph of any dead bodies there. The best ones with blood and limbs missing are the best to trade. And the really good ones go for whiskey, meat and even munitions.
4: I should have guessed. So there are gangs of men dressed as female ARP wardens looting bomb sites and then taking photos of dead bodies for profit. Mm.
0: It sounds bad when you put it like that. Anyway, the demand for decent photos has increased recently after other local cities are getting most of the raids, whilst Galatia has been relatively quiet. Demand shot up from the decent trading photos, everyone was looking for a top trump, the killer death card, so to speak. So what happened? It got that bad that we started digging up recent graves. Dig for victory, Indy. Dig for victory.
4: Professor, is that the archaeology that you studied for? What happened to your dignity?
0: Sell again. You don't approve. You dig up bodies for profit as well, don't you? Hmm. Wait until later. Do you want to come and see my lecture at the Civic Hall tonight?
4: I can hardly wait.
0: Come on in, ladies. Come on in.
2: There are still seats at the back. We'll be ready to start the Greek pottery lesson in a few minutes. And we just can't check. Her lecture has arrived. Remember, ladies, vigilance today and jam tomorrow. You're late, Peter, my dear. Give him a good class tonight and you can have a nice bit of brisket.
0: Ooh, what's this? Has he been registered? Ah, Lady Montefiore, ma'am. Let me introduce my colleague, Independent James. He's visiting on official war business. I thought you ladies might like some uh, new blood, so to speak.
4: How do you do, Lady Montefiore? My name's Jones. Dr. Jones.
0: How do you
2: do, Mr. Jones? You're a fine example, aren't you? The ladies will be most excited. I will be back in a minute. to ta aloud.
4: Peter, you kept that quiet. I think I see your privileged position now, Professor. You
2: wait, Indy.
4: This is a WI we're dealing with now. Not the Nazis.
2: Ladies, ladies, settle down. We have got another surprise for you tonight. Not only Professor Peter Polyphemus with his pottery class, but he has brought another archaeologist for her self-improvement. Hey, Dr. Jones, he's very easy on the high. You're home, Peter. I on a good luck, my little Aliban. Mr. Jones, you can come and sit next to me and hand learn about pottery. Your friend is very popular
0: with my ladies. Good evening, ladies. In this lecture, we're going to finish off the Greek amphora that we started last week. When it comes to amphorae, I know you ladies like it Greek. Greek, Greek! We like, like it Greek, Professor! Say, so, if you recall, I threw the pot last week and we painted the detail of the faces before we fired it. Well, this is it. You see the image of the wood nymph here on the side? Well, tonight, I'm going to show you how to finish off on the face, ladies. Face, face, face. finish, finish off on, on the nymph's face, Professor. Now, I'm going to apply the pigment to our parted lips. Here, here, and here. Lips, lips, we, we like parted lips, lips, Professor. And now, I'll show you how to complete the detail of this elegant amphora. Let's start the detail around the rim. Let's start rimming, ladies. Rimming! Rimming!
2: We like the rimming, Professor! You see, Dr Jones, as I said, the Professor is very popular with my ladies, as I'm sure you will be. Have you modelled for life classes before, Dr Jones? The trick is not to go home too cold. Would you like me to help you warm up, Dr Jones?
4: I'm glad that's over with you, bastard. You could have warned me, Professor.
0: they are lively lots, aren't they? Are you going to give me another lecture about dignity, Indy? Hmm, thought not. This is the reality of life during wartime here in Galatry. I've
4: got you in ARP, and Uniform, if you're staying. Only slight bloodstains. No, thanks. Let's get on with the hunt for the Necronomicon. It might get us out of this blue-rinsed witch's cullen hell that we're trapped in. What's the worst that can happen with an ancient book of black magic, anyway?
0: Be careful what you wish for, Indy. Ancient magic should be treated more carefully than a grenade juggle off with a one-handed man. So, what did you learn from the Lovecraft book? (coughs) Ah, there you are, Carter. You got it.
4: (coughs) Thanks. Right, let's begin. Well, Howard Philip Lovecraft was a horror writer who got published in such pulp publications as Weird Tales. He died at 37 of cancer. He was born in Providence, Rhode Island in 1890 to a wealthy family. His father, Winfield, was English and a dealer in jewellery and precious metals. Seemingly, Howard was born into a comfortable, if slightly boring life in Providence.
0: Precious metals, eh? Interesting.
4: Continue. However, when little Howard was three, his father was diagnosed as quickly psychotic and was placed into a psychiatric institution where he remained until his death in 1898 when Howard was just eight years old. Do they know what caused this illness? Well, Howard maintained that his father had died from nervous exhaustion, although it is suspected that his father had succumbed to the later stages of syphilis, although neither Howard or his mother ever showed any symptoms. Naughty old Winfield, eh, Carter? You're a fine one to be judging other people's morals, you great robber. Anyway, Howard was brought up by his mother and two aunts and his grandfather. He became somewhat of a child prodigy, reading and writing way ahead of his actual age. Yeah, but what was he like? Well, he turned into a lovely, awkward introvert who had no friends and struggled to form relationships with anyone. In all the photos I've seen, he could never manage a smile through his elongated, ugly face. He had a chin like a side of beef and dark, piggy eyes. Uh, No offence, Carter.
0: Say, he was a classic, lonely nerd. Brought up at a leafy backwater, he spent most of his time in his bedroom. Sounds like he may have been ahead of his years as a boy, but got stuck at the teenager bit. It's no wonder he writes about secret, omnipotent powers, only available to the initiated wizard. It's the schoolboy fantasy of the Eternal Virgin. (laughs)
2: Come down here now. Your dinner's getting cold, my little
0: schmoochums. Leave me alone, I'm not hungry. Why does no one understand how much I suffer from
1: my art? We, we all know. suffer for his art round here, stupid boy. You shouldn't mollycoddle him, Sarah.
2: You're too hard on him, Grandpa. You know he has a weak constitution and he hardly ever sleeps. And when he does, he complains of nightmares all the time.
1: His body's weak because he never leaves his room, never gets any exercise or sunlight. When the hell is he going to start school?
2: Not this again, Grandpa. I thought we'd been through this. He's just not ready. The other boys will bully him.
1: But he's bloody 22 years old and looks scarier than Herman Munster. I think he'll manage.
2: Anyway, I'm worried that the other children will corrupt him. I found a secret book under his bed when I got in to clean his room the other day.
1: Secret book? Was it all naked girls with plump breasts like peaches and nipples like owl eyes? Good lad, there's hope for you.
2: Grandpa, no. It was a book of black magic. In Arabic.
1: give up, stupid boy. I'm going to McBride's for a drink. See you later.
0: Sandy. Where does he first mention this book of
4: dead names, the Necronomicon, then? Well, it's referenced in many stories, although Lovecraft himself always maintained it was pure fictional invention on his part.
0: Great. so they're hunting the backstory book that some nerds' Freemason's father may or may not have shown the boy when he was a toddler, incidentally, and even the writer who made it famous
4: denies his existence. Lovecraft's book that denies the existence of the Necronomicon was published posthumously, seemingly his last will and testament. If it was just a fiction, why not die and let it lie? If you've revealed a dangerous truth, perhaps he was attempting to try and shut the Pandora box. Perhaps we should attempt to catalogue our thoughts in a logical manner. I have an idea from something that the intelligence officer said to me.
0: Very well. What do you have in mind, Inder?
4: Let's form three columns on the side of this crate. We can then pin the evidence into various categories. Things we know we know, things we know we don't know, and finally, things we don't know we don't know. Agreed? Okay.
0: So existence of book... No, we don't know. So what did Lovecraft actually write about
4: this book then? Well, Lovecraft says it was written in Damascus in around AD 730 by a man called Abdul Al-Hazred. It was originally called Al-Azif, which is an Arabic term for the nocturnal sound made by insects that represents the howling of the demons. Well, it would,
0: wouldn't it? I didn't expect it to be having a pleasant afternoon in the souk, playing backgammon with all your mates.
4: Anyway, it's a collection of spells, incantations and methods of calling forth and controlling dark entities and their armies who are locked under or outside the world since the formation of the earth after the chaos subsided.
0: There are many myths and stories like this from all over the Middle East. If this Arab did exist... What are the sources for his
4: book? Well, the Necronomicon seems to be a collection, like a cookbook, but with spells rather than recipes. It's not a beginner's guide. It assumes a proficient level of metallurgy, astronomy, alchemy, herbalism, and linguistic skill. The sources are Sumerian, Egyptian, and Hebrew Kabbalah, nicking bits from all the pre-Christian civilizations to make some kind of weird black magic breakfast buffet.
0: Yeah, like deviled eggs. And this Arab, who was he? Is there any evidence to suggest he existed?
4: Well, he was said to be a half-crazed Arab who worshipped Ensis, Yog sothoth and Cthulhu. He's described as being from Sana in Yemen, and he visited the ruins of Babylon, Memphis, and the underground city in Erlon in Arabia. He settled in Damascus, where he wrote Al-Azir before his mysterious death in AD 738. Is there any actual
0: evidence?
4: Nope. Not a sausage.
0: Yeah, I suspected as much. Not on the Damascus breakfast buffet, eh Carter? Right. Let's pin that up in the now we don't know column. I wonder why he was called the mad Arab.
5: Right then. Let's make a start then, Abdul. You've been putting this off for a while now. Let's clear the table. Parchment. Check. Ink. Check. Quill. Check. Damn. Where to start? I've been all over the world, collected magic knowledge, can conjure up dark spirits, speak ancient languages, make potions, and I can't write a single bloody word. Bloody writer's block. You are right, wise old crow. What was that again? This is the testament of all that I have seen, and all that I have learned in those years that I possessed the three seals of Mashu... No, magic sealed, knobhead. head. Where was I? I have seen one thousand and one moons, and this is enough for the span of a man's life, although it is said the prophets live much longer. I am weak and ill, and bear great tiredness and exhaustion, and surely a sigh hangs in my breast like a dark lantern. Well, what do you reckon, wise old crow? Eh? I didn't call you Shirley. Bloody hell, who is that now? I just got going. Yes, what do you want? I'm an old man trying to write here. Uh,
4: Excuse me, I've come to talk to you about your recent camel accident. You can claim some
0: recompense for this injury. We at Karim and Co will get the smiting that you deserve. A limb or an eye, say.
5: No, thank you. Go away. Right, where was I? Oh, yes. The wolves carry my name in their midnight speeches and their quiet, subtle voice is summoning me. Greetings,
1: great sir. Are you over thirty-five? five if you make provisions for your funeral expenses? Don't leave it to your loved ones, sir. We at Atom Brothers can help. Cover stocks from as little as five dones per lunar
5: month. No, go away! Bloody sails by the winds. I will never get this book even started at this rate. Right, where was I? A subtle voice summoning me from afar. That's it.
4: Good fortune is smiling on you, great sir.
5: You have been randomly selected as a winner in the callous prize draw. All you need to do is... Uh, right. You ask for it, mate. Shadow, you, lectern, kondoshi or she, your accessor, off, Right, that's smited in good and proper, dick one. Right, let's get back to the book. And a voice much closer would shout into my ear with unholy impressions. <laughs> Excuse me, Major Bullsor, sir! What is it, Sergeant
4: Major? Can't you see I'm trimming my moustache? I want to look good when we're picked up in Dunkirk. God knows where my Batman is. Bloody communists! No wonder our country is in such a mess. What do you want, anyway, Sergeant Major? Sir, it's about the men, sir. And it's like being
1: back at home in Galatry with this lot, slacking and grumbling and generally being a complete shower. What about them, Sergeant Major? Uh, sir, well, uh, I seem to have disappeared, sir.
5: What? Well, no regiment. I'll have the guts for gardens. Where do they go to, Sergeant Major? Well, I'm not sure, sir. Do you remember that little village that we passed through today? Au revoir de Pool Paul, there. What bloody French is can on they sweet ballet English? What all all about it? Well, sir, do you remember all those dark-haired, half-naked fishing village girls who were giving us paella, bread, omelets and all that local wine down at the beach? Well, vaguely, Sergeant Major. Well, what about Well, sir, they haven't seen the regiment either, sir. All I said was kit, salado, stupida. What well, the of hell does that mean, Sergeant Major? I don't know, sir. There's something going on around here. All the men have left their weapons and kit and wealth. simply
4: vanished, sir. Damn, what am I going to tell the generals? That i lost the whole regiment in northern France, a couple of miles from Dunkirk? Eight strokes, sir. Pile of poisoning. Missing in action, sir. Yes, Sergeant Major. Get me my pen and pad. we would better start on the letters for the next of kit. You have been listening to Gallatree, a community-funded local radio station. I'm Adam Aardvark. Max couldn't be around at the end of the show. He often needs to lie down in a darkened room and sort of, well, convalesce. If you enjoyed today's show and want to know more or we'll simply express a simple and not very cogent opinion, then email us at welcome to at gmail.com. You can tell us what you think. Although we might already know what you think. While failing that if you genuinely have no idea we can helpfully provide some new ideas that you can call your very own ideas that you can share with your friends and family and become a much more interesting and likable person if only to yourself this has been a gallery entertainment broadcast recorded in a haunted pub in galletry no honestly voices appeared on the recordings that we later had to edit out i think we got them all but who's to know for sure Anyway, Galatry is performed by Max Black, written and recorded by Max Black and Adam Hardback. Is copyright Galatory Productions it's 2016. Thanks for listening. But remember, on your next journey home, Galatry may be just around the corner.
0: more insights into this damn book and where we can begin our search. So far it's like looking for deodorant as a beer festival.